this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Tonight on AfterBuzz TV Thursday Night Football After Show, we got the NFC West battle between the Seahawks and the Rams. Clinching divisions, lots of concussions. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. A little Seattle music to get us going. This is for you, Jimbo. They are moshing, moshing and stage diving in Seattle right now yes. because once again the Seahawks have clinched the NFC West. They are officially playoff bound. We're going to break it down live on AfterBuzzTV.com, the AfterBuzz TV YouTube page, iTunes, SoundCloud. You're liking and subscribing, telling your friends and even your rivals about AfterBuzz TV. What's up, everybody? I am Josh Tariff. Different gang with me this week. Well, in the different as in my buddy. Josh Rodriguez is here filling for JJ Jerkins. What's up? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. It's nice to be here. I mean, you don't look as good as JJ, but I'm all right, I'm all right having you here. Thank you. It's good to see you. I appreciate you. it. I appreciate Rest it. of the crew is here, though. Jill Monroe. Hey, you can check me out at Stiletto Jill everywhere. We like Josh. You know, maybe some of our lady fans, they might appreciate Josh right? being here. Wait, yeah. why don't they, why don't, why don't they like this Josh being here? Because you're always here. This is new Josh. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, so Josh I'm all new. Yeah, um, oh. Maybe for this week, you know. Wow. switch up. Fine. Just switch up. And we got sport in the man bun, Mr. Michael Rippy. That's right. What's up, Michael Rippy? Catch me on social media at Mike Rips. All right, guys. So we got somewhat of a game to break down tonight, but I do, I do want to kick off the show kind of on like a sad note. I know it's not necessarily football related, but it is sports. We all like to consider ourselves sports reporters, and uh, we lost a legend today in Craig Sager. Yeah who, I mean, is obviously most known for the NBA work. Um, Craig Sager, for those of you who kind of know my wrestling alter ego guy, Craig Sager is actually kind of one of the inspirations behind that character. Oh, wow. Because I wear, like, these you know, bright Western kind of row shirts, and obviously Craig Sager is known for his very, 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 very crazy suits. But he... So um, Josh is a secret fashion guy that was inspired. I like that. Exactly. So... <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, don't, we don't need the music right now, Jimbo. <laughs> but, um, but you know, like, everyone knows someone who is currently suffering or has is, or is lost their battle of cancer. Um, I had an aunt who fought cancer for many, many years. To me, she was Sager Strong before there was Sager Strong. But the platform that he was on with his battle over these last couple of years and the impact he made for millions of people... And then that impact that went on to the athletes who then shared that with, obviously, their millions of fans, it was truly an inspiration. He's um, My entire life, I, all I, I remember Craig Sager as early as I can remember watching sports. So, um, you know, I just want to take a minute, my condolences or AfterBuzz condolences to the Sager family. Um, we are all definitely Sager strong and... Watching the NBA is definitely going to be a little different yeah. without him. Yeah. But um, 
I'm sure Coach Popovich will find someone else to make fun of on the sidelines. The only interview that Pop actually, you know, was kind of warm. Oh, yeah, Sager. When, he, when he came when he back. When he came back, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he said he missed him. And, you know, go ahead and ask me some more inane questions. Um, you know, Craig Sager, he said that he wore those colorful suits to stand out, to make sure that they would talk to him. So he's an inspiration for a lot of young journalists, um, sports or otherwise. And, um yeah, F cancer, man. Yeah, and, and more than just the suits, though. He was a phenomenal sideline yes. reporter that, you know, was great in style, but even better in reporting. So rest in peace and, and prayers and thoughts to his whole family. Absolutely. So um, thank you guys for letting me do that. Let's get into this game where the Seahawks defeated the Rams 24-3. to What's new? <laughs> no, what's new is usually the Rams defeat the Seahawks. Let's not That's true. Let's Jill not has a ignore point. that fact Jill has a that point. the Rams have been the Seahawks Achilles heel for a couple of seasons, just not tonight. Well, no. Well, obviously the Rams have gone through a little bit this week. Yeah. We were actually I'm kind of bummed because last week we were getting ready to have a celebration, celebration. of Jeff Fisher becoming the losingest coach or tied for the record. <laughs> Breaking records. Breaking records. We were hoping to have this party live here for you <laughs> on Thursday Night Football After Buzz. But the Rams fired him before the game. Thank you. Which about time. That was about two years, two years too late that they fired him. But still. One game too early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, maybe, if we're this close to breaking a record. Yeah, yeah, you, you, maybe, you know, his... Um, Jeff Fisher's agent, whose son works for the Rams, maybe he gave him the heads up so that, you know, he could save him that stuff. So Jeff Fisher's agent's son is Demoff. Got Kev- it. Yeah, got it? We got it? So, okay. I'm blanking on the names. I, I had that. Kevin but Demoff. Kevin Demoff. Demoff is his father. There you go. And that is Jeff Fisher's agent. No, there you go. So. But yeah, so we knew Jeff Fisher was going to get fired. Did we? He just got an extension. Yeah, I think so. Once he got the ex- I, I extension, was, I, I thought he was going to ride out to at least the 2019 season. I was praying he'd get fired. Yeah, right. I, I'm just kind of surprised at this point in the season that they did fire him in the season. I figure like the day after the season ended, he was gone. No, they, they did him the favor. They, I, I think it's a couple of things. It wasn't by random chance they did it on that on Monday. Oh, I'm sure it wasn't by random chance. They gave him a parting gift of two years worth of money. <laughs> they fired him before he was the losing his head coach well, ever. Now he's tied for it. And well, when when you lose, a, when you give up 42 points to the Atlanta Falcons, who did not have their best weapon, and well, Devontae Julio. Freeman did nothing. Julio Jones didn't so wait, play. He, no, Julio Jones didn't play. Right. Who's their best play, who's best weapon? We're, and Devontae Freeman did nothing that game. Right. And you give up 42 points. We're not going to break down two Rams games, right? No, no, no. no, no. Just, I'm just saying, saying, I'm just saying that's, one, the final, right? that's the final straw. <laughs> this, what I think is that I, as we move closer to the Chargers coming to L.A., I think that what was okay, what could ride out in St. Louis previously, that can't happen here because now you're going to be competing with another team in the same stadium for fans. And L.A. fans are unforgiving. And the Rams can so easily slip into the Clippers of 2000 position that it's not even funny. There's so many things to do here. I think they had to make that move because L.A. fans, not that we're fickle, but we'll move on. I think you hit it right in the head. To be honest with you, I think he uh, was the owner of the Rams. Stan Kroenke. He was feeling the heat and the Chargers possibly coming to Los Angeles. And that's, I think he, that's a big decision. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's the reason why, because they gave him an extension. So obviously he wanted to 
you know, keep him around, but then the whole thing with Eric Dickerson happened. That didn't help him. You know, that didn't help him at all. And then the poop and the, festival. And the fan base is obviously unhappy with him, and I think it, well, it fa- got to him, and he's just you like, you know what? You see it in the stands of last game, too. Yeah. yeah. The fans weren't showing up. When you're you're one of your most famous players, as we've talked about in other you know, shows, Eric Dickerson's coming out against your coach, won't come to the games. Yeah. It starts to be the time. Yeah. The one positive in this, besides Jeff Fisher being on, is uh, John Fossil got to make his coaching debut, son of Jim Fossil, former coach of the Giants, led him to a Super Bowl. And he invited his father to be on the sidelines with him for his head coach debut. That's really cool. Oh, we like that. And I think that was really cool. We like that. Um, I heard heard Jim Fossil on the Colin Coward show earlier this week talking about how as soon as they found out, like, his son called him. He's like, I'm I'm flying you up to Seattle. Uh, to be to be here for this game, I'm sorry the outcome ended the way it did for him, <laughs> but I think it's really cool that he got to be on the sideline for his son to be the head coach for the first time. You know, maybe if some offense had shown up, it, it would have been like even more touching. Even if they would have lost, I just, I mean, can we at least? What are you talking about? Todd Gurley carried the ball 14 times for how many yards? 38. Listen, listen. And he had 22 22 of those 38 yards were on one carry. If you're a marquee player, right, because the run game has been high, like Aaron Donaldson really is the the star, for lack of a better term, but not star personality. Todd Gurley's supposed to be. And 38 yards? Yep. No touchdowns? Nope. It's hurtful. It's painful. It's painful. What, yeah. what, Mike? Is it as painful as the I Dolphins' loss? Oh! I didn't even do it. She did it. Wow. I'm normally the one who throws I, it out. I just, wow. I, the Dolphins you know. won this weekend. She's <laughs> getting very defensive about her yeah, Rams right I'm just, now. I'm just talking. She's got a bad mood right now. I'm a Rams season My, ticket holder. You are a Rams season ticket that's holder. That's a mistake. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'm talking well, about the Dolphins' loss from the week before. Well, <laughs> well. Speaking, of, I mean, I mean speaking of one of their last eight games. Yeah, speaking, speaking of the the Rams offense, though, let's talk a little bit about Jared Goff. You know, their prized rookie that they gave up all these draft picks for to move up in the draft to have him started super late in the year. Tonight goes thirteen of twenty five, hundred thirty five yards, no interceptions, yeah, no touchdowns, one concussion, and a concussion, and it. It was one of those plays where he didn't even look like he... I mean, he got hit hard, but it didn't look like it was like on the head. He got taken out. But he but he got hit good by Sherman. You got to get out of bounds. We've said that about other quarterbacks. Or Sly. Yeah, true Sly. Yeah, Sly. We said that about Cam. That was a familiar thing for Cam. When you're on the boundary like that, you got to get out of bounds. We've seen it with numerous quarterbacks. You can't take those hits. Yeah. And and then that brought in the legendary Case Keenum. <laughs> Said it. Welcome back, Case. Welcome back. I mean, he, he only threw nine passes for five and nine for 32 and, yards. But to, that's, be, to be honest, they're, they're both horrible. Yeah. yeah. Offense. No. I mean, their throws weren't even close to the receivers. So do we no, think No, they weren't. Well, well and then, that, but that there was the one in the, was the first quarter. Also, and, and the couple that they did get to the receiver. They the dropped. Receiver that's dropped. what I'm saying. Yeah. The one in the end zone that, I don't remember who it was, but he was literally. Two. Well, I the, the one that he was literally standing there, wide open. Yeah, Brian Quick was in the end zone, and he missed him on that on the third down uh, towards the end zone. At the start of the game, the Rams actually had a chance, but they, they couldn't put together. Yeah, the first half, their total yards were very similar. You expected something to happen. but And, and then the Seahawks had a ton of penalties. But the Rams could not capitalize at all. I mean, when the, when the Seahawks... So they snatched victory from the jaws of defeat? Seahawks had 
13 penalties. Yeesh. And they still win by 21 points. They could have won by a lot more. Yeah. So does this mean that Jeff Fisher was right about Jared Goff? Like, everything no. else aside, no? Jeff Fisher wasn't right about anything. Okay. Well, ah! You got you to gotta give up. It's Listen, nothing. Goff went to Seattle. Seattle's not an easy place to play. That no. defense is a very good defense. So, I mean, judging Goff in was his fourth, fifth start of his career in Seattle, I mean, I, I think it's kind of unfair. Okay. I mean, but we, we've seen lots of performances and hard to, you know win places. We've seen Derek Carr went from behind in the fourth quarter several times. Yeah. Not that he's a rookie, but, you know, we've seen what Dak has done. We've but seen Dak has that line people. and he has weapons. Listen, the, the wide receiver for the Rams, the wide receivers are probably the worst in the league. So what is it? Kenny Britt? Um, who else? Brian Quick. Britt Quick. Brian Quick. Uh, Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Yeah. They, I mean, Tavon Austin is at best, like, a flanker. He, Seventh highest paid receiver He's just, football. you know, they... <laughs> Their skill seventh high, seventh highest paid wide receiver in football, and he's the Austin. seventh lowest probably in in yards. Wow! I mean, he has no weapons to throw to. Let's be honest, he doesn't. And they, I don't know like where they rank as far as drops, but I feel like every time I watch a Rams game, they drop easy passes. Is that is that just me? I, no, I just yeah. I just feel like they don't connect. There's like their offense isn't in sync. It doesn't look smooth. It doesn't look. Like at this point of the season, even if you aren't winning games, there should be something in your mechanics, like coming together, yeah. so that we see glimpses of the future, or we see some type of chemistry between your QB and your receivers, or even your running back. And you've seen none of that. And, th- and that's a big reason why, obviously, now the, the biggest talk all week is who's going to be the next coach of the Rams. And they're saying it has to be an offensive-minded guy, yeah, as it should, because their defense is. Solid, solid line, yeah. very. Solid they have line. a solid defense, yeah. But they, like we said, they have zero offense. an offensive minded guy. Let let let's let's throw it out there. Who's coaching the Rams next year? I got I got my pick. Share it, please. Do Josh it. McDaniels. I don't think he's going to leave that situation. I I don't think he, I'm saying Kyle Shanahan. Wow, Mike. I don't have. I don't you don't have, have one for you right now. You think you think McDaniel's is going to leave Brady I, well, for a situation where he has to develop a quarterback like Goff and basically ruin his try to. I mean, he he didn't ruin his reputation when he went to Denver, but you know he did take a hit and he went back. Oh, to, of course. Well, he. I mean, there are situations where we see coordinators. Yeah. Make the head coaching jump. Maybe it was too soon. Maybe it was the wrong type of program. Yeah. Fall back as a coordinator. Then some eventually get that second shot. Some succeed. Some don't. Yeah. I think you Josh is one of those second chance guys. I think at this point, he's shown not, and it's not with Brady because we know Brady's arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. But what he did with Garoppolo, right. and even um, I don't even remember the Percent. third string guy. Percent. Thank you. What he did with them, and got the Patriots to be three and one with those four games without Brady, plus his background history, obviously helping Brady. Helping these other receivers, you know, um, guide and stuff. I mean, who knew of Mal- Malcolm Mitchell, Mitchell before four weeks yeah, ago? Malcolm Mitchell. The Patriots just signed freaking Michael Floyd. But they I got him in a steal. They didn't sign him. They just well, they picked him up off waivers, waivers right? So, but he's a solid receiver too. McDaniel's, I feel, has earned the right to get a second chance and developing his offense, developing Gurley, developing right. Goff. I think it's a good fit. Well, I, I agree with you in the sense that he deserves it. I think he's. He obviously deserves it, but I don't think if I'm Josh McDaniels, I'm leaving the Patriots for the Rams. I think that I, it has to be a no-brainer decision, and I don't think that's a no-brainer. 
Well, t- two things on that. A, Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator of the St. Louis Rams in 2011. Right. Yeah. And so he has a history with Stan yep. Conkey. Either that's good or bad. I'm not sure. I, I see. I my personal opinion. I feel like they're. I don't think that that's going to be a good match sure. for whatever reason. Mm. May maybe may not be. Regardless, uh, he's definitely going to be a hot candidate though. Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's L.A. or somewhere in the in nope. the league, he's going to be a guy that you're going to hear his name for a bunch of jobs. Right. No. Yeah. There's more openings. Oh, there's oh, going to be, be like six, seven, seven openings. Yeah. Seven, eight openings. Okay. Now, now why do you say I mean, Kyle Shanahan? I, I just, because he's looking for a job, I know that uh, he's very interested in I'm looking for a job. No, but <laughs> I hear he's very, I know they're interested in Mike Shanahan, and I know they're, they're interested yeah. in both of them. Okay. What? And I don't see Mike Shanahan taking over, so. No, so. Mike Shanahan's not taking over. Yeah, but also, I think Josh McDaniels, you talk about McCarthy getting fired all the time. Can you imagine Josh Daniels passing up yes. to work with Aaron Rodgers for L.A.? McCarthy ain't leaving Green Bay. He's, gonna, he's not going to uh, fire. Let's wait and see how the rest of the season goes. Mm. He's not. He's not going at least this year. You think he has another gratis season with I mean, it? Because I start think naming it's a coaches voice. that could get fired, we could just. I mean, we could game. just go on that. Yeah. Or is and that? Then, or is that part of your true false segment? We're do we have, have a later? TNA? We do have a TNA. Uh, we have TNA. We're saving. We're saving. We're saving. We're saving it. Yeah. But obviously, the big talk a lot with coaches is a lot of people saying. Maybe this is where John Gruden's John coming in. Exactly. Maybe yes, this is I where maybe this is where Harbaugh leaves Michigan, comes back. I don't see that. To happening. me, neither Jack of those turkeys. I feel right would work. <laughs> what in the seventies yeah. hell? But anyway, <laughs> you know, I immediately thought airplane when he said jive turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but but yes, yeah, so, I mean Gruden because he's the type of guy where the Rams can offer him pretty much as much money as you want, and then right. Monday Night Football is going to be like, we'll give you a dollar more than that. To stay. Monday Night Football is not even a primetime game. I mean, it is technically primetime, but I mean, you have. I think I was watching Colin Cowherd the other day, and he was saying how it's like the fifth most important game on the schedule. Yeah. You know, you have Thursday Night Football. Sunday late. Night Football is the big game. Sunday night, yes. and then the Sunday ap- late afternoon on Fox is the big one. And then you have the CBS late. So, and then yeah. this season, though, really, the Monday Night Football games have not been marquee. There's been very few. Right. You know, we've covered it. Um, there's been very few that have been actual good games. I right. mean. Like that for a couple and then Tariq goes not there anymore, so it's kind of like they're turning a new leaf. And it's like I think, it, it I think makes, it's, the timing makes sense. I don't know if the team makes sense, but the timing makes sense. Not, it's not just that though. I mean, he has a very nice life. You don't think he gives it up to come in? Well, that, I think that's more the question. Again. I mean, it's just does he want to stay in this really plush? I think he has life? itch. He has the itch. I, I, or does he have the itch? Yeah. And and if he has the itch, this is a job that you would take. Coming to the LA market, you're in the uh, big market. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of time. I said this last week. You're going to get a lot of time, understand Cronky, to prove whatever you're going to prove. You're not going to be out in two years, three years. You're you getting plenty of time under him. Do you think so now? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think in St. Louis is one thing, but now in the LA, same, 100%. same. Okay. And not, not only that, you're definitely getting three years to get into the new stadium yeah. for a year. So you're Absolutely. getting time. Okay. And it's just. You know, do you want to take this job? And maybe there's better jobs, but this is a good right. job. And is be- a big market. Do you believe in Goff? Because he has that Q- uh, QB well, camp that he does. I don't of course. think and, that they do. And what, but what does he really no. think of Goff? And well, if he, he doesn't believe in Goff, he's not taking the job. Right, that's that's going to be for most coaches, you'd think. Yeah. No, I, not, I, not, that's not true. Some coaches, some coaches are going to take it no matter what, yeah. whether they believe in Goff or not. I think the smart thing would be if you don't believe in Goff to not right. take the job. And that's why I don't think Josh McDaniels is going to come to Los Angeles. But you also got to remember, whoever does take the job, they got to build with this team because... The Rams' first-round pick goes Tennessee. Oh. Because that's one of the things they gave up to get golf. Well, well, here's the thing. it's it, Draft picks, I think, to a degree can be overrated because it depends who's making the draft pick. You could have the first pick. You could have the fourth-round pick, whatever. If I mean, you've got the wrong people making the decisions, it doesn't matter. If you got the right people making the decisions, it doesn't matter either where your pick is, really, because you see it. 
I mean, Dak Prescott, fourth round. Right. True. Yeah. Jared Goff, wasn't Tavon, the first pick. Tavon Austin was a high draft pick, right? Wasn't he like an eight? I mean, we can go over and over, yeah. but I think at the end of the day, I, I, I don't like to hear all the talking heads talking about the, you know, the top pick, this and that, because really, it depends who's making the pick. Right. If the right people are making the pick, I don't care if they're picking fourth or tenth. I get it. If you're at the top of the draft, you have a better opportunity to get the best player, but that doesn't usually happen when right. you really look back at it, so... You but but if you're trying people. to rebuild and you don't have you the picks have, to rebuild, you gotta have picks. Yeah, for sure. Then they they got rid of a lot of them. Right, they're devoid of some picks, and that's gonna that's gonna hurt them in the next couple of years to get young talent. And so we'll have to see who can develop what. Well, well, one one side that seems to be developing at the right time is Seattle, because they started kind of mediocre beginning of the season. Let's be honest, they were not the Seahawks bad. that we've grown accustomed to. I didn't say bad. That's yeah. Yeah. But we thought they were missing Marshawn Lynch. Russell Wilson didn't look to be. I know he got he was injured. Hurt. Like he was on, hurt, but yeah, he their running game was. Um, Chris, Chris and Michael was okay, and then he hit a wall. Yeah. But do you think even with Earl? Yeah. yeah. Do you think even with Earl Thomas out that they will be able to sustain? Because obviously, you know, playing against the Rams, that's not really a good test. That's not somewhere where they well, really are going to. I think we should start by saying it's congratulations to the Seattle, yes. you know, franchise for winning their third NFC West title in mm-hmm. the last four years. That's a, that's a that's a feat because that's been a tough division to play yeah. in between Absolutely. San Francisco, Arizona, even when St. San Francisco and, and when St. Louis was and the Rams were there. So, <laughs> congratulations to P. Carroll and Russell Wilson. To further what you t- said about Earl Thomas, though, there was a couple times in the game where we saw the defensive injuries to key players on their team that could be scary for them. Where there was a point where Cam Chancellor was down, mm-hmm. Michael Bennett had to be taken off for a concussion. Yeah. So those are big time players. They can't really sustain more injuries to them. Yeah, and I think coming up in the playoffs, the fact that they're a little light there, and if we're seeing those, I mean, I I know football is just it's football, but if we're seeing those type of things happen on a team like the Rams, who you know their defense is solid but still not highly ranked, when they get into the playoffs, I just feel like it's an area of concern. Well, and and that's where the bye week is so crucial. Right now, they are the three seed. Detroit still has the bye over them. It's so weird for me to say Detroit and buy at the same time. <laughs> Detroit has had a nice but season. But Detroit has done great this year. Yeah. I, I really think if Seattle can pull in and get one of those two buys for the playoffs, I think Seattle will still represent the M- NFC in the Super Bowl. Okay, can we pause for a second? That's awesome. Uh, I was saying Seattle was going to win the NFC for a while over Dallas. I think they're definitely going to get the second seed. Where do you guys? Think I do too. This? I think I think the Giants Dallas beat the Lions this week, and I yeah, think and even if not, the Lions have yeah. a tough rest of the way. Yeah, the Lions have a very they difficult schedule. They have yeah. The Giants and Stafford might be. You know, he's not 100 percent healthy. That's yeah, a different team on the road than home. So, um, yeah, yeah. Cowboys, you, you're, Giants, you're, and you're, Packers. You're on the Seattle bandwagon. I think I I think I said Seattle in the Super Bowl a few weeks ago. Bro, I'm just I'm just yeah. I, I, I do think they're better than Dallas. I think so too. That Earl Thomas injury worries me. I was, about to say, I was about to say that. I actually think the NFC is actually wide open right now. After you've seen the Giants beating the Cowboys, the That's Seahawks true. really yeah. haven't looked good today. They played the Rams, so it's kind of like you really want to gauge where the Seahawks are right now because the past the previous two games they didn't look good, especially against the Tampa Bay team that could be in the playoffs. They, so looked, they might yeah. see them. That's a good Tampa team. So, so I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, 
I think it's up in the air in the mm-hmm. NFC right now. I don't I don't think there's a definitive favorite. Obviously, the Cowboys are because of the record, but they haven't been playing well. The, C- the Seahawks haven't really been playing well. I know mm-hmm. they won today, but they didn't really play well tonight, no. to be honest with you. I you think, can't even count this yeah. game to quote Richard so Sherman. It's, it's up in the air. It's I, up in the air. I think Russell Wilson's a little bit hurt. Yeah. He didn't look that good if, when he was if, running tonight. Yeah, if, if you and told he's me a to newlywed. Put... He has a new baby on the way. <laughs> no, you're laughing at me. <laughs> know, that has an effect. Those you're are right. things that happen that you're changes right. the home environment. That could change up, you know, athletes are really superstitious. That could change up some of his patterns. That's a fact. I, 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 I didn't mean, laugh I didn't mean to laugh at you. Just don't a, laugh I, I wasn't me. expecting to hear I'm that. Jumping in, I was in like football mode. Well, like everything. Well, I, I, I have. One, you're, you're talking about. You're talking about like you know, different things that throw throw people off. Why, when you're up by 21 oh, in the fourth quarter? Yep. Do you fake a punt? Let's now it was an awesome play. We have. We have John Ryan, the punter of Seattle, somehow run 33 yards, which was the longest run of the night for Seattle. <laughs> then he bobbles his own football because he's not used to doing this. Right, and then almost dies. And gets <laughs> murdered um, by, the, by the Rams' special teams defense. He's knocked out. And they nearly turned the ball over. Ryan, more than certainly, uh, um, Pete Carroll said in the press conference after the game, John Ryan has a concussion. He's out for who knows how long. Not many teams have backup punters on their roster. Right. Yeah. Why do you do this? I honestly, I think Pete Carroll's a good coach, but I think he's it's his ego. I think it's all about. Let me just let, let, let me just like make myself look good right here. Do you see the play I just called? That was genius. I did that. Um, side note, Joseph Boza in the chat. Seattle got lucky because the Rams were without Jeff Fisher. Are you sure? I, are you, are you really process that? He, he okay. Bo, I, I just, Boza's yeah. a wrestling fan. He, okay. he follows wrestling stuff. I, clearly, from that, he doesn't follow football. <laughs> but do you agree with what I'm saying? Like, why else would you call that play? Unless right. it's all ego. I, I think. think was, I think Pete Carroll has one of the biggest egos at head coach, and sometimes he does things to solidify his genius you in his mind. You think that was just like, why I'm just going to do a superstar play, why, something why that's just like... Why the ball from the one-yard line at the end of the first exactly. Super Exactly! You know, why? These are questions you might not uh, be answering. Why? I think at the end like Marshawn Lynch said, I, I think it was clear that, that Pete was going to run up the score. He doesn't like the Rams, and he wanted to run up the score. But why call not, that play? Why why call that play? There's no other. Re- I can't. There even, was no real reason. There's no reason other than you're trying to run up the score and show off. Show, show off, off the other team. Show up the other team, or show off your abilities together, or something, just thing. to make yourself look. I don't know. It, it it's all speculation, but that's the vibe I get from Pete Carroll. And I know I'm not the only one who gets that vibe. I mean, I know, know Pete Carroll's a different kind of coach. He he. And I think he's. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to. Also, correct myself. He's a good coach. I just want to put it out there. I don't think he's a trash coach. A great coach. He's a very good yeah. coach. But he's a great coach. I just yes. don't understand why you yeah. would do this. No, I mean, well, okay, so fantasy stats out. guru says that the Rams have gotten a bunch of fake punts against the Seattle teams over the last Look, few years. So the Rams try that's to probably they, why the Rams try to fake punt tonight at the start of the game. I get that, but when you're up 21 no. points, five minutes left to go in the game, there's no you're reason right. to fake punt. No. There isn't, but if you're Pete Carroll, yeah. you want to run up the score. That's right. right. You want to run it out. I said you want to run it, it was all, in it was, all, it was all ego. It was all look at me. I'm Pete Carroll. I want to I'm get. Fabulous. I want people to talk about the call that I just made. That, well, we are. That's, that's so mission accomplished. It was a stupid play. Because yeah. you don't do that when you're up by 21. Because now you got to look and see what punter is on waivers. Yeah. Because now you got to bring someone up. Now, um, at the moment, Russell Wilson is now your um, holder for the extra points in, um, in field goals right now because it was 
uh, Ryan. Can, can I just tell you, they're going to get it figured out. It's just punter. <laughs> you can find punters. He wasn't one of the best punters. And it'll be okay. But still. But, I mean, punting has been, at least I feel like this season, has been like a key decider in some games. It's been a key factor. Uh, We've had some is. blown. I it mean, always it always is. is yeah. But I just Special feel like there's the been a game. lot of blown um, plays this season. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of muss. A lot of muscle, you know. So, well, we'll we'll see how the Seahawks, um, you know, regroup as far as getting a new punter and who they get. But Jill, do we have any uh, news or gossip for this week? Well, we we kind of you know kind of brushed on up. it. Yeah, we kind of touched on it. I'm ready for TOF on TNF. Mm. You, guys, you guys ready? Let's oh. Do it. I've 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 been waiting for this like all season, and now with we have one game left next week that I'm going to be out of town for. And now I finally get it. <laughs> all right, so T or F, which or means true or false, and F. That's right. And you guys at home in the live chat, in the comments, you can tell us your answers play too. Play along. Now, last time I did it, there was only two. Now there's three of you. It's just true or false. We don't we don't give reasons. Yes. We just say true or false. Yeah, yes. If you want to give a reason, that's fine. Just okay. let's not go too crazy here. All right, I'm, I'm going to have ten minute answers for each. Anxious one. to right. see what the chat says as well. This Question is fun. number one: Tonight was the worst TNF game of the season. False. I'm going to say false. I don't remember all of them because I haven't done the panel, but I'm going to say false. False. I'm Didn't still, we have a Browns game or something on Thursday night? That was a bad game, too. I'm still angry at the Jaguars for their performance like two months ago. Okay. Okay. That, that was that one. <laughs> the Seahawks uniforms tonight were amazing. I can't believe we haven't even talked about this yet. <sighs> color rush. In effect. Highlighter green. Green is my favorite color. I like chartreuse. So um, you're saying true? I said I like chartreuse. I don't know if it's true or not. Yet. I'm undecided because <laughs> I'm, that blue, pop, that pop of blue, I don't know. You said amazing. I'm gonna say false, but I did like them, so I would. I, I'm not saying they're amazing, but they're okay. I'm, I'm gonna say false. They weren't amazing. They were radical. Ooh. Okay. Go back to fluorescent days while like rocking Ooh. out some Ocean Pacific uh, gear. You know, living in the fluorescent neon age of the early nine, late eighties, early nineties. Okay, I like how the crowd matched. It was them. tubular. That was pretty cool. It was that tubular. Was nice. The twelfth man always I, shows up. I yep. couldn't find my green highlighter, but I brought a blue one. I want to for match the little stripe. <laughs> the number three, the Seahawks will win the NFC. Well, we kind of touched on that. Idea. I'm saying true. I'm taking the field. False. Uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer you for that. You gotta answer T or F. This isn't any other uh, False. Okay. False. Number four. Thursday night football is a poop fest. True. <laughs> true. True. Shout out to Richard Sherman. So true. Thank you for giving us the words to eloquently put it together. Truest of true. I'm going to say true about the game, but false because we do our show, which oh. makes it so much better. So not- our show is amazing, but the on-field product, questionable. Thursday Night Football, <laughs> probably a poop fest. The after show, definitely not, not a poop, poop fest. fest. All right, number five. Jimmy Graham is currently the best tight end in football. Ooh. False. I'm, I'm going to say false. I think that belongs to Kelsey. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, since, I mean, well, with, with no Gronk, it goes to Kelsey. Okay, okay. Um, That's an interesting question. I'm Thank going you. to have to 
take a pass. No, you can't take a pass. You are on the verge of being eliminated from this game. No, because I play. Let me. And there's no wrong answer. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because um. I like Jimmy Graham, who I appreciate. I'm so sad that he can't dunk the ball anymore, you know. But anyway, um, I don't feel like I've embraced enough of that position, and I feel like I'm I don't feel somebody. like you've embraced this game tonight. No, I'm kind of disappointed. Would you Joe. take Greg Olson over Jimmy Graham? I, yeah, I would take Olson over Graham, too. Oh, all right. <laughs> so then, Paul, this, this oh, is now going to win. Now, I, but I do like Travis Kelsey, and I like him because I like his um, end zone celebrations. This so. is going. I see you guys in the live chat, by the way, and let us know in the comments all week. I see you. Okay, this is going to be a two-parter. First one: Uh-oh. Jared Goff will be the Rams' starting quarterback in 2017. False. True. True. Second part: Jared Goff will be the Rams' starting quarterback in 2018. Meh. True. I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true to that, but I feel like next year they're going to be still figuring it out. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Still figuring it out. keep this on tape. This is on tape, you guys. We'll get this? back to you in two years. Wait, we're filming this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're just hanging out. Tonight, the Color Rush uniform theme was a good idea. Tonight, true. The rest of the season Both falls. Teams here, not just... I like the Color Rush idea. I'll say true. I like Color yeah. Rush. I, I mean, like it tonight. Okay. I like Color Rush. I'm happy that Nike is taking back over to the uniform things. I think Color Rush came in with them. Um, but sometimes when it's just a white uniform... Yeah, you don't notice it. It doesn't... You know, maybe when you look at the actual pictures and sometimes you see, like... I prefer some of the white uniforms that they have that are just on sale at the NFL shop, but not on field because obviously well, they can't they, see the numbers. They didn't have any like white flags, so they just had to wear white jerseys to surrender. <laughs> yeah. That, that, well mm, that about sums it up. Okay. We're in Los Angeles. Let's finish off with a couple L.A. questions. All right. Number nine. Todd Gurley will be better in 2017. Absolutely true. 100% true. True. Number ten. Los Angeles should hire Jim Harbaugh as head coach. You know, I think it's true, but he said that there's jive turkeys and it's just people trying to tear them down and cause friction I strife. I say true, but there's no way he's going to be the coach. I think he has a great gig at Michigan and he's not leaving that place until he gets a championship. Um, it would be awesome if he was there, but yeah, he's he's not leaving Michigan until he beats Ohio State, and then he'll probably end up if he beats Ohio State next year, he will then coach the Bears. Ooh, oh, wow. you're like calling it early, like a derivative play there. Like I'll give John Fox one more year in and Chicago. Finally, <laughs> we're here in Los Angeles. You will attend at LA Rams game next season. False. True. I gotta see the schedule. For sure, true. I need. I know. Not not until the new T-R-F. stadium. Not until the new stadium. False. Wow. False. All right, there you go. It's T or F on TNF. Thanks for playing. <laughs> I, 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 what are they saying in the chat? What are they saying in the chat? They're saying they a lot of falses. Still surprised they signed Jeff Fisher to a two-year extension, then fired him. And and I'm not as surprised about that. Kroenke's got a bazillion dollars. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't care he doesn't about care that. About the money. Uh, let's look at some predictions. Head into the matchups this weekend. Let's do it. Uh, so first off. We have a Saturday game. Saturday. Who is it? We do. Yes, we oh, do. The Jets, right? The Jets and Ugh. the Dolphins, where Ajahi is going to explode again. We've been waiting for it for a few weeks. There's no Tannehill. Miami needs to win this game. He's going to take the team on his back, get 120-some-odd yards, and at least a touchdown. I like it. Let's yeah, you it. like – I think this is the first fantasy prediction that you like that Let's I've said. Oh. Um, Miami Saturdays wins. are Let's for college it. football. Miami wins 17-13, low-scoring game of the I'll game. I'll take it. I Not worth win. watching. No, I, I can see that being the score. Yeah. I, can see, I can see that score happening. Um, by the way, upset pick. I'm saying it right now. 
The Cleveland Browns will beat the Buffalo Bills this Sunday. Okay. They're going to win a game. Okay. I think the Cleveland Browns go 0-16. And Rex Ryan will be fired on Monday if the Bills lose this game. I agree. If they lose this game, he will be fired on Monday. But I don't think they're going to lose this game. 0-16, baby. (laughs) Um, Other other fantasy guys that I would look out for? Um, Pharaoh. Yeah. Um, the um, new running back for the Chargers, Melvin Gordon can't go. He's yep. going to get a bulk of the carries. He did a, he did an admirable job uh, filling in from last week. Yep. And uh, that Oakland defense is definitely going to give up some touchdowns. I think if, in their PPR league, if you have him, start him. Yeah. So. Um, anyone on the Atlanta Falcons? Because <laughs> if they scored forty two points against the Rams, who have a solid defense, this Sunday they're at home against the Niners. I would say specifically Devontae Freeman. Yep. Since he didn't do much last week, he'll probably tear it up this A week. Redemption game. Julio might not play, so start Tyler, uh, Taylor Gabriel. Gabriel, yep. yeah. He's he's exploding yep. right now. Um, also, look out for Kirk Cousins Monday night against the Panthers. Their secondary has fallen to pieces, and Cousins, fantasy-wise, has been a stud the last like four or five games. Yeah, I think that momentum will continue with him. I just want to remind Josh that I told him weeks ago, Josh Rodriguez, not Josh Tariff, that the Panthers were not coming back. No, I, I agreed with you. Okay, okay, I, I agree didn't agree. Was it you? I was on. The, I thought the Panthers were yeah. gonna come back all season. Okay. You you had me on yeah. Minnesota. I was Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota. Okay, Panthers. Yeah, you were right done. Yeah. Cancel them. <laughs> yeah, the Panthers canceled. Season's canceled. And I do think the most exciting game this weekend will be the Lions and Giants. That's going to be a good game. I yeah. think that's really going to be the best, most competitive game this more weekend. More than the I got Patriots the Giants. and the Broncos? Yes, more than, of course. The Broncos have been hot garbage. All more than the Buccaneers and the Cowboys? That one's that's also going to be, be a good game. That, that one's right be, there, too. Yeah. I think Dak Prescott bounces back in a big way. I agree. Me I hope too. he does for his sake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we love to know what you guys think. You can talk to us on the YouTube page, and of course, talk to us on various forms of social media. Michael Rippy, how can people reach out to you? Just you know, on Twitter. <laughs> Mike well, they, they would need the, the, the name. It's okay, like right there. Yeah. I'm Jill Monroe. You can check me out at Stiletto Jill everywhere. You can check out Mike's um, rankings. My rankings, spot on, unbelievable. You got to see him. the best ever. Trust unbelievable. Me. Just trust me. JohnsonStilettoJill.com. That's where you can check that out. No one's ever done it better. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore at me. Let's talk, debate, all that good stuff. I love it. We almost got into one. He he told me earlier in the show. That he's, he's got great tweets. Follow him. <laughs> And if you want to talk wrestling with me, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Rosenberg. And next week is the last Thursday night football game of the season, and I'm going to be on a plane going to see my family for the holidays. So where are you from? I- I'm Massachusetts. I'm-, I'm a Patriots boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nancy flies away. <laughs> Giants, Patriots, slide them over. That, that, that's fine. I, l- I like winning. If you don't, that's cool. I- um, you talk to a Giants. That's true. You're a Giants. <laughs> But but I just I just want to take the moment to say I've been waiting for four years to do a sports afterbus show and I'm so excited to do it and I'm so excited to have done it and I couldn't have been happier with doing it with all you guys. Um, yes. You're gonna represent JJ. Um, just say like JJ has been so great. Uh, no no but seriously. TomboyTV.net. That's where you can check out JJ yeah. Durkin. But seriously, I've had an absolute blast doing this with you guys. I can't wait for next season. And for all your other AfterBuzz TV news and gossip, follow them on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. For Michael Rippey, Joe Monroe, and Josh Rodriguez, I'm Josh Tariff. We'll see you next week.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.